All right, everyone, welcome back to episode 25 of the Player Yards Right podcast. We are down Sasha this week, but we have our other now developing into co-hosts, Mike Blazel here of Blazel's Best Bets. Although, I'm sorry, I forgot we're removing the best out of that. But Yeah, no, Blazel's we'll Bad Bets. <laughs> Blazel's Bad Bets. We'll get to it. Um, but yeah, Sasha wasn't able to be with us this week, um, but we'll miss him. He'll be back next week and we'll try and be nice to the Giants, although... I don't know. I don't know if that's going to work out for us today. Um, I, I don't think we can. Yeah. So as always, we usually start with the Premier League, which, as you all know, I have yet to commit myself to. So we probably will gloss over that pretty quick. Yes. I think Sasha maybe had some things for you, Mike, but I don't know. I don't know your yeah. involvement in that. Just a quick interjection uh, for those who don't know. Outside of the Blayhive, I am not a. Uh, Premier League fan, but Sasha is away, and when he is away, he likes to make fun bets, and uh, FanDuel is not uh, allowed in the state that he's in. Um, we won't release it to keep the paparazzi away. We won't tell you where he is, <laughs> but he he did send me what was a five-leg parlay, and then he wanted me to place one for the next day, another five-leg, uh, five-team parlay for Premier League, and then we just said, fuck it, let's just put it all together. So we had an 11-leg parlay. That now that it's Love all it. done, just so we know how much Sasha really knows, one, two, three, four, five, six, he got seven out of 11 legs right. You don't win any money that way, but that's pretty good. No, that is. I mean, if he had broken that down, though, into the two five or, you know, breaking out, would he have won or no? Were they both were they both from separate uh, lives? No, or separate no. so we were we were four out of five yesterday. And then, of course, it's like, I don't okay. care, but I'm in it with him. And then I'm sitting there watching Lazio versus... Feyenoord, whatever that is, and uh, all we needed was both teams to score, and it didn't happen. So, mm. good try, mm -hmm. Sasha, mm -hmm. but you let me down. Yeah. But I can't talk. So, yeah. Well, That's now a, we'll get into Premier the League. <laughs> That's it. Yep, we'll get into the real stuff now. Um, we'll move on, starting it off with the NFC East before getting into your Bills. I guess we can start with the least relevant game of the weekend: the Commanders versus Patriots. Um, very whatever. Two pretty equally matched teams facing off is what I felt like came out of this. Um, the commanders still have a playoff, a chance at the playoffs. I don't think they know what to do about that because they're kind of like in this half, like half in of tanking, like half out. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where things play out for them. But the Patriots are dead. I mean, I think it's only a matter of time. time. The Bill Belichick talks are only increasing, which I'm so interested to see where that plays off. But I'm sure you're loving this as an AFC East guy for sure. I, I was, I, I did, I loved Pat's minus three and a half at home. I did not, I just, I don't know. It's like, I can't, I've never, I never thought I would get the day to see it. And it feels weird to just watch them be terrible. And they are terrible because the commanders were selling, like I said, the coach Ron Rivera's mm -hmm. out They're They're, they're yep. changing shop and they still somehow managed to blow what was just a terrible game anyways. And the Patriots were actively tanking. Ramadre Stevenson was running all over them and they stopped playing them. And that's, I've never, mm -hmm. I, that is so crazy to me from an organization that was, as uh, had so much high level football to just be at a point where they're, they're trying to get a top pick. It's crazy. And I think Belichick yeah. is looking across the field at his new team next year. That's where mm -hmm. I think he's I've going. I've been seeing that. I yeah. can see him in like the grungy, worn out maroon colored sweatshirt. Like if it, I mean, I mean, I yeah. guess that's a little bit in the Patriots colors. So maybe that's why I'm envisioning it, but it does fit. And at that point, I mean, I don't know if I love that as a Cowboys fan because I don't think it's, 
Like Belichick ha- isn't past his prime. It's just this this team. Like they need to separate. They need to go their separate ways. The locker room's not with him. Like the personnel, it's just a clash. I think, and I do think like he might ha- still continue to have success at other teams. So I wouldn't love that know, in the NFC East. He's in his seventies, and not I'm not being ageist because you know we're people are doing so much more, so so much lo- longer in life. But football is a constantly evolving thing, and I think a lot of what it is was he was able to run the same system with Tom Brady for 20 plus years and Tom Brady leaves and Belichick's 71 years old. And it's like, well, now keep up with Sean McVay and Shanahan. And I, I don't know. I mean, you look at, you look at his, like uh, what happened with um, the Raiders coach who just got fired. Oh my God. Yeah. His coordinators have gone on to just fail miserably all over the league and I think that's props to Tom Brady, which makes me want to throw up saying it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah. think it was as much Belichick as it was Brady. They were a perfect match. And I don't see him recreating it, but he's, he'll scare me till he retires. Yeah. yeah. It's probably more work than he's willing to put in at this point, too. Right. Like, it's right? like, yeah. you know, teaching an old dog new tricks sort of thing. Like, why would he want to kind of go through all that? He could easily kind of ride off into the sunset, preserve his legacy as it is now and be done with it. So unless he likes coaching with his kids, which is, you know, yeah. Steve Belichick on the defense. But yeah, I, I wish he would just ride off. Brady, I got Brady gone. I need I need Belichick gone. I'll feel really good. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Well, speaking of gone, I feel like Sasha probably wish, <laughs> wishes the NFL season was gone right now with yeah. how the Giants are playing. Um, I don't know if you were aware of this. But all of New York State was forced by Fox to watch the Giants versus Raiders at 4 o'clock this past Sunday instead of the Cowboys-Eagle matchup. It was so pain. Yeah. I like was like, I can't even believe I have to watch Tommy DeVito, which I just can't stop saying Danny DeVito. Like, I won't stop. I refuse <laughs> to call him by his name. But for the second week in a row now with the Cowboys playing the Giants, I'm going to be forced to watch him in its entirety. And I don't want to see it. I mean, I don't know what do what do Giants fans do? Like, I'm kind of I'm very upset Sasha's not here because I just want to know. Like, what do you do at this point? Do you keep watching? We're we just passed halfway through the regular season. That's a lot. They're of not signing. Watch, They're not signing a quarterback. Carson Wentz just went to the Rams. That was who I thought yep. they were going to get just to like play some sort of, uh, you know, some kind of semblance of what is football. They they are a disaster. Uh, and your reward for getting to watch them is your 16 and a half point favorites against them this week. Oh, so. yeah, that, I, that scares me. That scares me. Don't be bit. scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> I know. A little They're spoiler They're for later. Don't it. be scared. 40 to nothing. This could even be worse. I feel like this is going to be like pity, pity time for, for the Cowboys having to let up on the Giants because it's not yeah. good. No, it's no, not. They, and I feel they, like they got nothing. I feel like Daniel Jones, like that, I that just looked like an ACL tear, like the minute it happened. And it was just yeah. like always tough to see an injury, but you were like, this is just expected. At the, like, that's just how their season is going, where I feel like it's just the season from hell for the New York Giants. Mm. And I just like putting myself in a Giants fan shoes. I mean, trust me, as a Cowboys fan, I should be thriving in this misery that they're going through. But yeah. it's almost gotten to the point where it's like so sad to watch. Yeah, because stop, it's just like, stop hitting him. He's dead. Stop hitting <laughs> yeah. Him. Like, it's like a humanity issue at this point, I feel like, because yeah. it's just everything is going so, like, astray. And it's and they had so many hopes coming into the season. Like, if this was happening to the commanders, we'd be like, okay, expected, whatever, like, a down year. Yeah. But people were very high on the Giants this year, and it felt like they're kind of just falling in the wrong direction for a multitude of reasons. But 
there's a lot of football left and it's going to be hard to watch for sure. Yeah. And Darren Waller's also on IR. I mean, do you think Daniel Jones has played his last game as a giant? I feel like he probably hopes he did at this point. Like I feel like he needs to just get out of there and like fresh start, which I know is very hard to do like coming from a poor performance as a starting quarterback. But like, I don't, I feel like this is almost becoming beyond repair. His just like career in the New York Giants system. Yeah, well, I mean, they're two and are they? They're two and seven now, two and seven. Mm-hmm. So they are in. They are firmly in the mix for uh, Drake May or Caleb Williams, and I think it's in their best interest to to bottom out. And I think Giants fans are smart fans. You know, my friends are idiots who are Giants fans, but you know, they're smart football fans. Not Sasha. Sasha's smart, but uh, mm-hmm. I think they are kind of a fan group that would know. Like it's in the best interest to to tank right now or to do some kind of yeah. tank. I just can't believe they didn't trade Saquon Barkley or trade more, try to get more picks and assets. I mean, I guess I don't know. Maybe Saquon really didn't want to leave New York or what? Or Dayball hopefully is a good coach and they hang on to him, but they're like it's that's as bad of a situation as you can get. It's like maybe, it's maybe yeah. the worst situation in the league. Yeah. It really is. And like, what is I, Saquon? Like he has to not be looking forward to this weekend because you know, like with the, mm. Tommy DeVito here, like he's going to be getting used and abused against like the Cowboys defensive line. And it's just, I don't know. I don't like, how do you keep getting up for games like that? to like, put yourself on the line and take that physical, physical abuse time and time again. I wouldn't be surprised if he, you know, pulls a wink, wink hamstring in the first quarter. Yeah. And that's the end of that. And poor yeah. Matt Breida just gets put out to slaughter for the rest of the game. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. bad. It's going to be bad. Um, I remember back when Josh Allen's rookie year, it was like our first it was his first or second game. And we were like 16 or 17 point underdogs to the Vikings. And it was like the long, largest line of the year. And we ended up winning the game. That was the whole point. But we had Josh Allen like we had somebody who was becoming something. Da- uh, Danny DeVito is not the guy. So no. He's it not is, the guy. True. It is not. So uh, I, I think you guys will be fine. So that's yeah. Fox's payback for you. Uh, I think they're going to yeah. cut away from that game and go to one of the other four o'clock games. It'll be so bad. I know, which is just like a ripoff. I also feel like bad timing wise, but like to ease into the Cowboys here, they need like we're wasting a bounce back week on the freaking New York Giants here. Like this would be the week to we have the Dolphins coming up, the Bills, like. This would be a week where I would want them playing someone, you know, where they're kind of taking out the aggression from this tough Eagles loss, not wasting it on the New York Giants. And I feel like to like ease into it again, like coming out of this, the Cowboys is all going to be like the Cowboys can beat up on the really bad teams, but they can't beat the good teams. It's not our fault. The schedule keeps playing out with these trash teams here. Like you have to be to be a good team. You have to beat up on the bad ones too. Like, I don't know. It's just, I already know the narrative coming out of this week is just going to be like, so whatever. And I get it, but I just feel like that tough, tough loss that the Cowboys had this past weekend. Like it would just be so nice to be able to like have a bounce back against a tough team. But get in there and take the W. Dak Prescott's been taking a ton of shit. And it's like, you know, I feel like he's one of those that, like, that could snowball into Mm – the Cowboys get so much media that it's like, you know, let him have a get-right game. Throw three touchdowns, play clean football, get out of there, get – you know, sit the fourth quarter on the bench. I know you think the bounce back, but also, like, or this could be a springboard in terms of momentum. That's true. You beat the hell out of a bad team. You – 
do everything right. Everybody feels good. You get out of there injury free. You move, knock on wood, and you know mm-hmm. you move on. Yeah, this is a game where true. you just got to keep everybody safe. Nobody gets hurt yeah. this week. That's Everyone healthy. The next, the yeah. Yep. Next few weeks they have the Giants and Panthers coming up, so it's exactly it. I feel like it's a get healthy game, but yeah, I guess nice. I'll get into it. Now I've just teased it so many times. My honest review of the Cowboys Eagles game. This was honestly one of the hardest Cowboys games for me to watch because it was the emotional roller coaster that is being a Cowboys fan, but like to the extremes, all of the above. Like, it honestly, it's like the age old debate. Like, would you rather get your ass kicked to like the 49ers game or lose like in a tough, close battle yeah. like this? You yeah. know, it's and both times when it happens, I'm like, this is sucks. Like, this is the worst way to lose. But then I can never actually, like, I've, we've had them both now. We, you know, 49ers game and now this one. This one left me thinking a lot more like the 49ers game. I was like, okay, I was trashed, like throw out the tape sort of game and not think of it anymore. But this one, like, I just can't stop going through all the ways that they should have won this game. Yeah, And it's just like, and it's the Eagles, obviously, like, it's just ugh, the memes coming out of this. I was like, I can't go on my phone. I can't listen to my <laughs> tape the next day. I, was oh. like, I can't do any of it. But the Cowboys, yeah, but you I showed mean, the Eagles. You showed the Eagles. You showed them that we they did. have competition there, and that's that's oh, yeah. a plus. It is. I can't, definitely came out of this feeling like the Cowboys. I think actually outplay the Eagles, and I do feel like they're at least an equal match, if not the better team, depending on the day. Um, you know, the Eagles are definitely beat up right now, so the bye week is in their favor right now for sure. Yeah. You know, they need some time to get healthy. Um, but I mean, this was a tit for tat game. The Cowboys played well, not great. Um, but they were still able to obviously be in this game. And there was just, obviously everyone said, I I wrote all my notes on it during the game, but I'm like, now it's been so over talked about. I don't even want to talk about all the deck stepping out of bounds, the shoemaker touchdown that got called back the two near fumbles that the Eagles somehow landed, like managed to flop on. Like there was just so many, it truly was a game of inches on so many different accounts. And it's just like, if one of those went the other way, this was a Cowboys game. Oh to win. yeah. And nine times out of 10, that hit on Jalen Hurts' knee. I can't believe he came back. I could I not believe it. That guy is made of like uh, whatever Wolverine's made out of. Like it's insane. I know. That was the, that's the knee hit. That's the hit where you're yeah. like, up, oh, season's over. And he's just right maybe back the- out there. Maybe it's those big quads or something that makes him yeah. so indestructible. <laughs> Apparently, we all got to start squatting more, I guess, I know. or at all. Yeah, I um, thought, look, you guys looked good, though. I, I I took, he stepped out of bounds. Football's a game of, like, those things. Listen, 13 seconds away from going to the AFC Championship. It's just, like, you, you got to deliver in the big moments, but also, like, you're keeping yourselves in these games. A lot of the times, it's a coin flip. No, it really is. And it's, like... I don't know, Dak's taking all the heat, but in the last three games, he's thrown for 950 yards, nine touchdowns, one interception. He's breaking into his cheat code of being mobile. Like that is just like elevated his game so much. And that's the difference over these past three games. And you'd love to see it. I think it's just the reason he looks far more comfortable, you know, scrambling in the pocket even. That's definitely been the level up factor for them. They need to continue to target CD though, because CD is playing out of his mind and they're still like not even sure. They're not even targeting him in the big moments. Like that crucial fourth down on the second to last drive, you go to freaking Tolbert, who's been like a non-existent wide receiver for them instead of targeting CD, when basically you're throwing up, like quite frankly, a Hail Mary with a 50-50 shot of like come down with it. The game's on the line, right? So 
like, why are you not putting it in the hands of one of the best wide receivers in the league instead of like drawing up this play to basically near rookie wide receiver because he hardly played last year. Um, so that like the play calling was just a little sketchy there. And I would just, I want them to continue to get CD involved because I think he's the best receiver in the league, getting the least amount of targets, maybe aside from like Devonte Adams, but that's just like a quarterback issue, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but in terms of like play calling. So. And I, I agree. Think I think they, he's the best wide receiver in the league. Like he is electric. Really after good. catch, like he's yeah. very, he's great in contact for not really being that big of a guy. Although I think he has put on some muscle, um so yeah I think that's my main criticism coming out of this obviously I'm gonna sound like a total Cowboys fan like the extreme but they had to play the refs in this game too the refs were trash I know they tried to make it up by calling some on the Eagles on that like last drive but those were makeup calls because they missed multiple Micah Parsons holdings you know the um like crucial pass interference at the end of the game it's just like all over the place the refs were just so bad and that's just how it is, though. Like, I don't, I, you can't like look too much into it, but like watching the video, of hey, they killed the Bills like, too. Yeah. Oh, it's infuriating when they decide the games. And of course, Nick Sirianni sucks. That was my, our, is his name even, I just like totally inserted Nick Sirianni. It's Nick. Yeah. Nick Sirianni. Yeah. Yep. I just like hate him. I can't. When they show him on the like sidelines every single time, he's just like the cockiest coach. And he think he literally thinks he's one of the players. Like, I'm convinced. Yeah. Like, he, he's out on the field celebrating it. Like, it's just, oh. <laughs> I can't. He's like the epitome. That's just my Eagles hatred coming out. But yeah, overall, it was a tough loss. But I came away of it not like discouraged, if that makes sense. Like hard to yeah. swallow, but not a discouraging loss. Yeah, no. I mean, you're five and three. You're right where you want to be. You'll be seven and three going into week. Uh, what are you? Are you five and three Eleven, right now? Or, five and three. You'll wait. be in week thirteen. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. Seven and three. It'll be in the week 12. Sorry, excuse me. I think 10, 11. You'll be going into week 12, seven and three. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to take care of business. You got to win the, you got to win the games you're supposed to win. Football's hard. Mm-hmm. Nobody goes undefeated except for the Miami Dolphins yeah. in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way it goes. You're going to lose some games. It's a matter yeah. of like getting better and Dak running the ball is huge. I'm concerned about Tony Pollard. Your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Pollard is definitely not the same. Like, And everyone said this. Like, they're like, it's a lot different being the second back than the first, you know, number one. So maybe yeah. we're seeing that. Maybe it's the injury. He did, came back relatively quick. And, like, maybe he just doesn't have the same step, you know, that he used to or the agility. Or is it yeah. the offensive line? Because they're a little yeah. suspect, too. Um, and the Terry Eagles Steel, have an awesome D-line. Yeah. They do, but Terrence Steele like cost them the game. He got steamrolled multiple times for back, gave up back to back sacks on Dak on a crucial drive. Like they're just weak in the spots, and I don't know how much of a difference that's making for Pollard. And yeah, I mean they're just lucky their passing game is good right now because the run game is not not where it used to be by any means. Only twelve rushing attempts, and he's had multiple games now of like running less than fifteen times a game as the number one like really lead back. Like, last five games, it's 12, 12, 15, 8, and 11. Uh, I just – I had thought that the evolution of them was that he was going to be, you know, kind of like an Alvin Kamara type Mm -hmm. where where Zeke was pounding it too much and you almost had to make the game so run-focused. I thought Pollard was going to bring both, but they're not involving him a ton in the – enough in the passing game. I don't know. I Mm -hmm. just feel like – for that, like he should be that third star on that offense. It's him, Lamb, yeah. and Prescott. 
but yeah, you know, no, a lot of, a lot of, maybe they're, maybe they're ramping him up too. It's a long season. And if he goes down, you yeah. know, you're in trouble. Yeah, I think that and getting the line healthy. I mean, Tyron Smith was questionable going into this. Zach Martin, they've had multiple linemen out multiple times. So who, maybe that's it. Like they're kind of protecting him. Like you sat a little bit and letting the line get healthy for these establish. Or maybe this is just Mike McCarthy's Texas Coast offense where he just like is yeah. getting away from that style, which I like literally hate every time they say the Texas Coast offense because it's just, it's just cringe. It's cringe. Yeah. I'll just go ahead and say that. But yeah, we'll see. So Big game next week. I'll be down in Carolina for the game against the Panthers. So I really hope they're not like having some sort of snooze sleepwalk fest through that one. But we'll cross that bridge when the time comes. I think you'll be okay. I, uh, Bryce Young's going to have a hard time dealing with your guys' yeah. defense. I wouldn't yeah. sweat it. Yeah. And, you know, um, unfortunately for Giants fans, it's like, you know, maybe, maybe uh, it's not too late to go apple picking on Sunday around four o'clock or do yeah. something. <laughs> do something. Yeah. I wouldn't mm-hmm. watch football. It's not going to be no. a fun week. No. Well, I to close it out before we get into your best bets, I'll let you touch on the Bills. Mm. What a tough, tough game. How are you? I mean, the people need to know how are they? How are you feeling about this one? I'm not. Uh, well, I'm. Look, see, this is where it goes. It's like I get really. I'm. I'm all. I, there's a lot of good things I'm seeing, but like if I you're asking, our season's over. How's that? We're dead. <laughs> uh, I've gone over. Um, our schedule versus the dolphin schedule we're going as i said all year this is our toughest stretch and we're five and four with shitty losses to the patriots and the jets um inexcusable losses where our defense is like we're losing two three guys a game now it's unbelievable we lost christian benford during the game to a concussion uh uh no, sorry, Terrell Bernard to a concussion. I can't keep the injuries in, in order. Christian Benford had a hamstring. Micah Hyde, who's like our defensive captain, had uh, a stinger and an arm. And an, he looked like you know, like Muhammad Ali at the end of his career trying to like get off the field. He couldn't even move. Um, we, we lost, so we lost three more guys on defense. No word on Milano and Daquan Jones. The, the quiet secrecy from the Bills – it's, that's fine when you're seven and two, but when you're five and four, tell me if these guys are coming back or are we dead? Like it's, yeah. it's very, very frustrating. Our offense is like either running at a hundred miles an hour and amazing, or we hit these dead stop lulls in the middle of games where we can't get drives going. And this is five games in a row. Um, yeah. Yeah. A good team like us in this position would realize your offense has to carry us. We cannot be complimentary football in terms of our defense putting up a fight. And we did. We only gave up three points to the Bengals in the third in the second half. People don't realize that. But our offense, we got to put up 30 points a game. Every game, every game until this defense comes back. And spoiler alert, it's not coming back. So Patrick Mahomes did it for years. With a um, with a bad, uh, excuse me, with a bad defense, he he ran it in the offense. It was Tyree Kill, it was mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. Now we have Dalton Kincaid, who really fun fact that I sent to our boy Sasha today about my hottest take going into the year. Dalton Kincaid is on pace for eighty five catches and seven hundred and twenty yards. That would be top eight all time. So we are climbing up the leaderboard. We're inching. Love it. He's awesome. He's awesome. But we can't put anything together. 
we can't put yeah. anything together in terms of um, consistency on offense. Josh Allen is doing – he can get away with dumb things when we're really being powerful. We're just not. So um, I, I'm a broken man. I want to fire the coach. I want to fire the coordinator. I never thought I'd want to fire McDermott. And it's like I've had enough. We called – did you watch the whole game? I mean, we called the horrendous mm-hmm. challenge. On yeah. Trencher Field, our receiver, on a really 50-50 ball that they're never going to overturn when we need two scores. So you need to keep your time out, Sean. And yeah. they don't. So, you know, it's – I'm sure every Bills fan feels this way. It's just like I can't believe we're back here. We're back. It's like yeah. it's like my old, warm, familiar feeling of like our team is just in shambles. So yeah. we're um, – we got we got to figure it out. But I don't know if yeah. we will. We're going to play the Broncos. If we lose to the Broncos, uh, I don't. I, I don't even know. I don't. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. this felt like it was a get-right game for the Bills, and so like it wasn't a must-win, but it was definitely a get-right game. And they coming out of it. I mean, yeah, they don't. They don't look right coming out of it. Is essentially what it is. There's just no, something off not, there. But... We're not okay. All right, small technical difficulty. We are back. Uh, yeah, and that's it. I'm sure nobody wants to hear me keep crying about the Bills anyways. Big game against the Broncos. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we have the Jets. If we don't take those two games down, that's it. I'm over. I'm done. I'm done as a gambler. I'm done as a Bills fan. I'm ruined. I'm finished. So let's say all I'll have left is, you know, my lovely family. So let's go Bills. <laughs> well, Come on now. Yeah. So. Yeah, we can't, we can't afford to lose Blazel's bets. I mean, that key, no. crucial part of the show here. So <laughs> we really need two wins in a row from the Bills here. We're all behind you, but without further ado. And we news, quite we'll literally can't. Oh, we quite literally can't afford to lose Blazel's bets. No, no, We're that is true. Not a pun. Not a pun. Let's get into it. NFL Week 10. Mm. I We got to do a record update here on you. We <laughs> Going into this week, <laughs> you are 9, 15, and 2. Which I don't even know. Are the twos ties? Like, how did we even get to that? Those are push. That's a push. That's what they call (laughs) in the industry a push. Okay. So we're 9, 15, and 2. I had you the Thursday night Palooza. Did those hit? Because otherwise it's not looking like a hot week here. I I feel like you're being mean to me. Those did not hit. (laughs) Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren to score a touchdown. He uh, stepped out one yard before the end zone. If you don't want to count that Mm -hmm. as a win, that's fine. And Will Levis was firmly under yards until the last drive. I had the right ideas, but whatever. Yes, no, those were wrong. So we have 10, 22, and 2. Sound right? Yeah, that sounds about right. I got 2 We'll call it at that. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. We're inching our way up there. Double-digit wins. So we could just always (laughs) – we could always just show that on there. (laughs) Just spin it. Just spin it. I think I'm feeling like the second half of the season is for you. I think that this is where we really turn things around here. Week 10. Let's get into it. What are we starting with? Uh, well, we'll go with the return of, because it was so successful, the Thursday night, Palooza. Slap it Woo! up. Very, very excited about this one. I'm feeling good. Uh, we have a barn burner. So first of all, for Thursday night, what I would suggest is everybody just go to bed early. Because it's mm-hmm. Bears Panthers. That game is going to be worth nothing yes. and pointless. The Bears are playing the Panthers and they need to beat the Panthers because they also have the Panthers first round pick. So that's okay. a little thing to know. 
the Bears need to win because the Bears have a shot to have like the first and second or third pick in the draft. Mm. Because okay. Carolina gave up that pick and DJ Moore to draft uh, Bryce Young. So that's your reason for them to play hard. My props okay. are easy. They're simple. Um, Miles Sanders, his over-under rushing is 19 and a half yards for this game. And if it goes up, which I think it will, you know, you I'm betting it at 19 and a half. He's coming back from injury. They signed him to be the number one running back. They have no reason to not continue to try to win football games because they don't have their first round pick and they're trying mm-hmm. to build confidence in Bryce Young. Yep. Uh, listen, Chuba Hubbard, uh, everybody's talking about it, it, This guy's been in the league like five years. He's been on and off of my fantasy teams uh, 400 times a season. He's not the number one running back. Um, 19 and a half rushing yards is way, way, way too low. The Bears defense, I, I know they got Montez Sweat. Their defense is still Swiss cheese. They're going to run mm-hmm. the ball. They can't let Bryce Young throw picks left and right. That's yeah. an easy one. Mark that down. Uh, mm-hmm. Secondly, bet Miles Sanders to score a touchdown. It's plus 470. Okay. That's We're all I, in on I, Miles Sanders today. We're I'm in on Miles say. Sanders. Okay. And you know what? Even though I just said all that shit about Chuba Hubbard, here's the spin. His receiving yards are only 13 and a half. Bet the over. Okay. Bet the over in receiving yards. He's gonna he's gonna be relegated back to third downs. They're gonna probably be in a losing game script for most of the game. So there's gonna be a lot of third downs. And they're gonna do they need to Bryce Young needs a game where he can just build on. So little dump offs, little screen passes, give him Miles Sanders, who's a veteran the ball. This feels like the formula to you know, mm-hmm. build to do something to get some sort of momentum going. And the last piece for this, uh, DJ Moore to score a touchdown plus 170. That one I feel like is such such a lock. Justin Fields is coming back and he's going to throw to DJ Moore. That's it. They're going to yeah. rub it in the Panthers' face. Look what you we have your first round pick, and here's DJ Moore, mm-hmm. and we beat you, and he scored a touchdown. So Easy guys, that's easy. Well, what are we just we're rich if we just bet that? So that's Love all it. I got. Love that's it. all I got for the week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't worry, I've no. got more. We so need more than that to get over 500. Yeah, I know. Listen, one of the <laughs> I've said, I've said in my head, the gambling part of my brain has been like, you know what, I need to do is I need to parlay all of these picks together now from now till the end of the year because one week, my dumb luck. I'll hit everyone oh, mm-hmm. and I'll be a millionaire, but I'm not going to do that because we're gambling responsibly and that's burning money. So coming up into this week, I want to start with a quick, uh, this uh, seven point teaser. We haven't done teasers in a while. It includes your Cowboys. Oh, Cowboys are minus okay. 16 and I'll give you the teams, the spreads, and I'll tell you where we're going to end up. Cowboys minus 16 and a half versus Giants. Bills minus seven and a half gulp versus the Denver Broncos. The Browns plus six versus Baltimore and Detroit minus two and a half versus Minnesota. Okay. You're going to bet that seven, you take a seven point teaser, moves the Cowboys to nine and a half, puts them through the 10 point threshold, brings the bills to half a point. So it's a pick them. You move the Browns to plus 13. I don't see how, even though the Ravens, I'm going to admit it, I'm going to take my medicine, the Ravens are really good. 
I don't see them beating this Browns defense by that many points. They can't blow everybody out every week, can they? I don't know. Can Stay they? tuned to find out. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, Detroit minus two and a half versus Minnesota. Uh, that was a really cool game by Josh Dobbs. He was the only leg of my mm-hmm. stinky dog that won because your mm-hmm. Cowboys and Sasha's Giants let me down. But uh, I think the I think that's enough of that. You know, that was the cool. Yeah. That's the thirty for thirty that they're going to have in twenty years about that game. Yeah, they're going to get stomped by the uh, Lions. Um, my quick hitters, just quick things to think about, guys. Uh, Jets Raiders under thirty six and a half. I, I know thirty six and a half seems low, but uh, who's scoring points? They're going to be sacking Zach Wilson left and right, and the Jets defense is is locked down. So thirty six and a half feels like you got to bet these Jet unders before their defense mm-hmm. stops caring. Because if they fall apart, no. I can't imagine they're going to play so hard. No, um, agreed. Atlanta, Arizona, under 43. There's, I think this line is juice because Kyler Murray's coming back. He's coming back from an ACL. Yeah. Everybody always looks slow. It takes a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that team sucks, and they have nothing to play for, and Atlanta can't score points. They're the worst yeah. red zone team in the league, and it's like statistically like uh, – it's like the they're the worst team in the red zone like the last 10 years with turnovers and like plays on – Anything on end goal, they're horrendous. Um, and oh, wait, I screwed something up. I don't think it's, I, I, I messed up. The Lions, oh, buckle up, everybody. The Lions are actually playing the Chargers. My bad. I have something against Minnesota. Lions, Chargers, Chargers stink. Lions are going to win that game. So that's my thought there. I have New Orleans minus two and a half versus Minnesota. Copy and paste what I just said. The run is over okay. for Josh Dobbs. Got it. Okay. Sorry. Right. Locks. Don't don't mess me up, Cowboys. My lock, lock, lock of the week. Cowboys minus 16 and a half. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're trying to scare people off of that line. I don't know about that one. Like, what if they decide to stop trying? Or well, they beat them control. forty like, to no nothing. No one get injured. I know, and that—that's true. The Giants were trying then too. So, yeah. Sorry, sorry, okay. everybody. Dallas is going to win that game by uh, predict score prediction thirty-five to to six. That feels there right. You go five touchdowns, no field goals. Uh, another lock going back to my Detroit is instead of taking them in the teaser, also take them at the points. I like them to win by a field goal with the Chargers. Uh, Josh Palmer for the Chargers went on IR. They just, they even though they beat the Jets, it was like fluky. Like they had a punt return touchdown yeah. and a fumble return touchdown. It's like, if you look at it, they really only beat the Jets by like one touchdown. I yeah. just, I don't believe in it. I don't, I don't believe in it. Detroit coming off a of bye week, good coaches off of byes. And it's mm-hmm. in L.A., which means it's going to be a Lions home game. Because nobody shows up for the Chargers. Yeah, no, no. And the mm-hmm. last piece, Colts money line versus the Patriots. I'm just going to keep finding ways for Bill Belichick to take money from me. So now it's like, fine, you won't beat the Commanders. Well, I love Shane Steichen, and it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't say Shane Steichen a few times. Colts are going to win mm-hmm. this game. Bet them at your own risk. I'm making them a lock because if you're not – 
you're not willing to put your chips on the table, you're not a gambler. So that's those. And my last, the stinky dog. I had to turn down the the temperature. I'm going at plus 1,000, and I'd like to actually okay. hit one to feel like a genius. So this, yeah. this bet's only going to get you plus 852. So that's eight, eight, nine, almost nine to one odds. My picks, straight money line, parlay. Jacksonville over San Francisco. Jacksonville at home coming off a of bye week as well. Mm-hmm. Raiders versus Jets. I think the Raiders have the good vibes. I think the Jets stink. I think this is like a like a 13 to 3, 13 to 6 Raiders win. Uh the Raiders will fall off, but it's not yet. Uh, and and the last piece, this one I'm a little nervous about, Titans over Tampa Bay. Mm. I just, you know, Tampa Bay just got embarrassed by C.J. Stroud, and I feel like that, like, put their season yeah. out to wraps. And the Titans have all these good Will Levis vibes, and they're still, like, relatively healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody seems to be coming yeah. out there and playing. So, mm-hmm. sorry, Baker. I think Will Levis is – He's going to win this game. So you do that. You bet those three money lines plus plus 852. Not bad. Okay. I like that. I feel like the Titans should be permanent members of the Stinky Dog Parlay because they just like always have they stink. to upset. <laughs> you know what's fun is four out of the six of these teams are Stinky Dogs. Jets, Raiders, Tampa Titans. Those are – this is just bets yeah. you don't want to make. But, you know, if you want yeah. – if you like to chase plus money, that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. I love what it. we're left I, with, people. I, I'm in shambles. Like I said, second half of the season is it for you. This is the big turnaround. We also have a Twitter now, as we talked about. We alluded to yeah. it in the last podcast. It's at play your bets right. Your you are bets right on Twitter. Follow Mike as he gives maybe live <laughs> updates. If he's not saying anything, you know the status. But we'll see. You know, any last minute changes, you have the right to revoke and change things if people get injured. I'll tell you that. That's we allow that here. Yeah, so let's not forget weather, everybody. Yeah. I actually, on my, listen, I posted a lot of bad bets so far, just warming up to being, you know, a celebrity, what do they call it, an influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I did live predict, uh, you'd be crazy not to take Ohio State minus six and a half going into the second half. And they did cover that. So I'm one, I'm one and oh on my just strictly Twitter prediction. So that's, listen, that's where I'm putting the real picks, guys. Still are you gonna with put the that, show. Are you going to put that in your Twitter name? Like your 1-0 and in the next oh, year? Oh, I, right? I should. I <laughs> should. I'm going to put my actual podcast. Uh, let's just say maybe I get a little, like, you know, camera shy and I pick the wrong teams. But when I'm on Twitter and I'm feeling it and I'm live betting, I'm unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's where yeah, people, people need to find you there. Yeah. That's the better version of you. Yeah, I don't know if everybody, I don't know if my <laughs> wife would agree that's my better version, me tweeting gambling picks online. <laughs> it's my, it's, you know, listen, if you can't get enough to play hive, you know, I need some followers. We got to get this account off the ground. I want to be sponsored by Dude Wipes by the end of the month. So let's go. We're going to do this all for the pot. Okay. okay. Here's the push. Dude Wipes, we're yeah. coming for you. Dude Wipes, only, so, only available yeah. through Player Yards, right? 
Well, I think that's everything we have for this week. I'm excited. I think I, like I said, these bets look good. We're bringing positive vibes into the next week, week 10, turning of the slate here for the second half of the regular season, which I need to stop saying that because it's so depressing, (laughs) but it's just, I can't, we'll think about it, but yeah, we're looking forward to it. Some good games. We'll miss, we miss Sasha, but he'll be back with us next week for our regularly scheduled um, events here. And we'll be able to tell him how well you did. Nate, what happens if you hit all your bets this week and Sasha wasn't here? Then I have to to only, (laughs) we kill Sasha. No, we only, I'll have to just do this segment just with you. We'll have to cut him off and I got to go to my safe space where I can get these picks out. But let's be real guys. Pick the ones you like, because I don't, I don't like the way this season's going for me. (laughs) I'm trying to stay positive. We got to turn this into a, it's more of a comedy of errors at this point. It is good. Well, I'm sure the people appreciate the honesty here. So you're getting the vulnerable aspect, but yeah, I think that's everything. Mike, anything to add before he calls off on this podcast? No, that's it. It's been great. I miss you, Sasha. Can't wait to get you guys, us all back together. Uh, Mm -hmm. No, let's bills. Josh Allen, if you're listening, get it together, buddy. Get it together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You you heard it here first, Josh, but do not lose to Russell Wilson. As always, follow us on Instagram, now on Twitter at Player Bets Right, and of course, uploading to YouTube, which the two of us might struggle with uploading this week, but the video will be up there at some point. Um, and yeah, if you have any questions, you want to come on the podcast, anything like that, shoot us a message on either of those platforms, and we'll see everyone next week.